This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello everyone, um, so this this needs uh, an intro, this episode, because we didn't do a very good intro, I don't think this is a very, very good intro, but anyway, this, so this is um, a chat with um, comedian, writer, actor, Humphrey Kerr, Joe and I used to gig with Humphrey about 10-15 years ago on the circuit, Humphrey was in um, a sketch group called the Penny Dreadfuls, and uh, they were very successful. I think they got nominated for the Perrier, or Humphrey got nominated for the Perrier with a solo show. I, I can't remember, but they were good. Uh, anyway, we haven't seen him for a decade or so because I think Humphrey just he went over to America and um, uh, started writing over there. I think he's created a show called Mythic Quest, and he's he's doing acting, he's writing, blah 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 blah. But anyway, recently. He's been involved in this documentary called Welcome to Wrexham, um, where his friend Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds, the actor, have um, purchased Wrexham Football Club to get them from the National League uh, right up to the Premier to try and take them on that journey. And Humphrey is... What's Humphrey's role? Anyway, Humphrey plays a big old part in this in this documentary because his role is. Let me get this up, please. Humphrey is executive director uh, at Wrexham, so he's lo- he's looking after Wrexham now. So he was a c- comedy writer, a performer, and then and then he's become uh, executive director at Wrexham Football Club, and it's just the best documentary it's called welcome to Wrexham and um, it's yeah it's watching this take this purchase this takeover and then watching how the club uh, progresses after that and it's just brilliant it's on um, it's on I'm watching on Disney well it's on Disney that's why I'm watching on Disney and um, my wife loves it I was saying to Humphrey the other night, my wife was going, come on, when are we going to watch the next episode? It's just brilliant. It's brilliant TV. And Humphrey's excellent in it. And it's just, um, there's so many lovely little stories playing out. Anyway, so I haven't spoken to Humphrey for probably 10, 15 years. And um, it's just bizarre that he's now part of this football club. It's crazy. Anyway, there, there's the intro. I hope, the, I hope it makes sense. And uh, we recorded this about six, half six at night. So usually we do Chatterbix early in the morning and we're bright and breezy and full of energy. And uh, 
Uh, I think at the start of this pod we're quite uh, we're quite tired, but you know it picks up pace as soon as Humphrey gets involved. Thank you, everyone. I hope that makes sense. Um, bye, bye for now. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. How are you? All right, yeah. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Just been hoovering up. Uh, I've watched four. I've done on my sixth. Oh, yeah, don't tell me anything. No, no, I won't. Fucking hell, I love it. Yeah, it's great. Oh, shall I record? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, mm. Fucking hell, I'm really excited to hear about how oh, oh, this happened. Um, so I I was recommended it. Watched, I recommended watching the documentary and I was settling, I was watching it in bed in a hotel room somewhere and Humphrey popped up. And I was like, oh my God. Oh, you didn't like, know? No, I didn't know. Naomi loves it. Well, it's it's really not much about the football, is it? really about the the journey I'm in a bit which has made me don't tell me no I'm not going to tell you but I was definitely like a goat <laughs> a goat um, but so I asked Humphrey to come on and um, I was like how the fuck like because it was quite weird for me because I was like oh we're doing like gigs in the Albany a few years ago <laughs> to nobody yeah and now he's like having Zoom calls with Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> what are you doing? So I got a spider on my <laughs> little money spider climbing up my. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I love. <laughs> David just put his arm up and gently blew it off. It's my money spider blow. <laughs> when you don't know what's happening, it's quite an odd thing to watch. <sighs> Where is Humphrey now? Is he in is the it, UK or is he in. Oh, well, he's in. He's in He's over here this week, but I think he's based over there, and he's like a he's a writer on American show. I think I'm guessing he writes on everything sunny in Philadelphia because that's how he met Rob McAnelly, Neely McAnelly. Um, yeah, so I'm kind of just want to know about that. I feel like we could cut all this out <laughs> this first ten minutes. Yeah, I feel that a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you, can, you, can, you haven't listened I, to the latest one. I can't. <laughs> fuck me. I reckon every five minutes, if you said we could cut all that, I'd, put, I'd be like, yeah, probably. No idea. Don't know the point of anything. <laughs> um, well, if it stays in, that's that. If it doesn't, <laughs> you're you're about <laughs> you're about to meet someone you know. You won't know why. Oh, here's something. That oh, wonder. This is weird. So he's been in my living room for the last. Pardon? This is oh, weird. Yeah, know, he's I been know, in my I've living room too. for the last. But he's been. So, bloody Hi, Nora. God, you look 15 bloody years Nora, younger than the documentary already. <laughs> I, oh. <laughs> when he said you look 15, I was like, it's been a while since we've seen each other. I was like, do I look 15 years older than you imagine I was going to? No, no. Hello, Humphrey. Hi, man. Hello, David. Hi. Oh, I'm so, so weird. I've been lying on my sofa with my wife. <laughs> I think just about watching you. you for the last... <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. 
<laughs> it's so nice of you to come on. Thank you. I am so thrilled to be asked. I, I can't tell you. This is this is oh, one yeah. of the best. Yeah, this is one of the best <laughs> things about this has been has been sort of you know reconnecting with people in a way because yeah. because so often you need a, you need an excuse almost yes, and, and yeah you sort of you know out of sight out of mind all that kind of thing and, and one of the really fun things about this has been kind of just you know old friends popping up being like oh you are you you know everyone's doing podcasts now with, with the greatest of respects and, and everyone being like oh yeah you, but you not everyone's but, you, but not 20. everyone's no not everyone's <laughs> this not everyone was temporarily number one for nearly four days <laughs> Alistair Campbell came Alistair Campbell <laughs> Bloody old, bloody yeah, old yeah. Anderson Campbell. Um, you know, how are you? Can I be on every week? I'm very well. I'm very well. Are you, yes. In, you are, uh, because you, I feel like I'm saying UK in my head when I would never say yeah. that, but because you live in America. Are you currently in the UK? <laughs> uh, yes, I'm tem- temporarily UK site. <laughs> God, uh, I said UK earlier, I know. I, I let it go, <laughs> David. God, but oh, I, whatever. <laughs> what should you say? <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> I am over here. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in Wrexham at the moment, yeah. Oh, you're in Wrexham? Oh, are you? I am, right. yes. Yeah, yeah. Now, can I just say, I've only watched the first four eps. I've watched and, six. Um, so I know only up to a certain point. Uh, also, I've got to be careful about spoilers. Yeah, yes. and, and for and for listeners as well, I guess. But do you have digs yeah. in Wrexham now, then? No, but I've got, well, I've got a spot here that where I am right now where I've, I've, I've found... I sort of trial and error at a few different places when I first came over here. It's just just get an Airbnb, basically, or or uh, um, you know try and uh, strike up an arrangement. And, and I found this this great place, which is it's a pub, um, sort of about 15, 10, 15 minutes from, from the racecourse. And oh. I um, they've got a, a little cottage out the back that they Airbnb. And it's great because it has two rooms, uh, two bedrooms, so I can get like friends to come out and stay. And I kind of I found early on I get very lonely. I, I had a really nice like one one bedroom one. It was brilliant, but I was just like I would just come back from work and I'd sort of sit and just watch pointless on my own <laughs> and be like this is a bit bleak um apart from when my wife would come so so then from then on i worked out about yeah about a year ago i found this place and was like oh, this is brilliant because i can try and get friends to come and come come to a game and stay over and and then head back because it's it's a bit of a, sh- a schlep from london yeah but, yeah. but i weirdly one of my very sort of dearest friends from university she moved to anglesey she started dating a fighter pilot and live sure. in Anglesey we've all done as it. you do yeah, we've all phase. done it it's a phase mate she'll grow out of it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <fuck laughs> I, he has got some broad old shoulders in my mind that guy um, no oh he's incredibly handsome and really nice yeah, yeah, I, I was like oh come on mate give us a little he's <laughs> a squadron leader his, his job title is a squadron leader I'm like alright can we yeah. get him on the pod <laughs> yeah he's definitely be better than me yeah he's come down to the race course well, a few times <laughs> yes yeah he's already it's in his job title I'm not I'm, I think I'm in the squadron that he leads. Yeah. <laughs> where can we? I'm trying to work out where to start with this whole. So I sort of want to know what you've been up to, Humphrey. And- yeah, because well, I was just thinking then. Obviously, obviously, my life, my, my view of your life is is at where I've got to in my series. Obviously, you're yeah. a lot further in your life than that now. <laughs> but at the moment, yeah. that's where you are in my life. You're like, you know, you're a year and a half. Well, a year sort of, yeah, a year ahead of where you should be in my head, basically. Right. Yes, of course. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, yeah. You're expecting kind of, um, you know, uh, what would what would I be? Sort of, um, 
maybe May 2021 me, and instead I'm instead no, I'm October 2022. I, I think I'm looking at Christmas 2020. Yeah, I'm, before, I'm just before Christmas. Yeah, because yeah, the weather's. But yeah, I think it's almost. I think I'm almost a year behind. But you're six episodes in, right? I'm 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 a bit of the way into six. We're watching five tonight. I, I'm. Just after Paul Mullins' right. opening, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm, so I'm, I'm Mullins in. I'm, I've, got, I've had a good chunk of Mullins. Yeah, the first two episodes covers basically November 2020 through to June 2021. So, so yeah. So you're you're watching what you're watching is last season. Uh, I've just realised. Sorry, oh, yes, because the supporters well, I are think in, you've they? jumped ahead in six. Yeah. I think uh, yes. I think yeah. There's a big jump. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because, because yes. we filmed we, right. we filmed all the way through like the COVID season, um, yeah. and they were gonna, you know, I, I think there was a version of the documentary. The, the plan for the documentary which was coming out last summer. And it was going to cover the whole of that. So it was going to be much more in depth on the Dean Keats season with with the players that we inherited and stuff. Yeah. And then I think the channel in the end they watched it and they're like, "Oh, it's great," but it just without the fans, it, it doesn't feel. You miss the you miss you the kind of the whole point of him, it, don't you? Really? Yeah. You just really get those first two episodes. Can I ask then, a question about Dean? Yeah. Um, there's a scene where you go and introduce yourself to the squad with Dean. Yeah. And I felt so sorry for you. <laughs> yeah. Was it as awkward as, as the editing made it out to be? Uh, it was a bit, but I'll say, to be fair, I mean, first of all, God bless you for having my back uh, uh, retroactively uh, in this documentary. It's <laughs> 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 been bad for me, as far as you're concerned. Yesterday. Yeah. So no, well, more. listen, it, it was... It was very weird for them. It was weird for me. It was weird for them. Oh, oh yeah, I was terrified. Oh, yeah, my yeah. God. I thought you used wonderful words, though. I thought you held your nerve. Thank you, Dave. You're very kind. Because I was imagining me doing it. <laughs> I was imagining me doing it and just drying up and just so, staring at them. So can we explain what happened? In the documentary, it's when you come in and you, you meet the players and some of the management staff. Yeah. And you explain who you are and what's going to happen, basically. Yeah. And, and, and you sort of say, oh, this is my role and I'll be... Uh, you know, uh, in, you you were very, you were lovely, sort of saying, "I won't get involved in this, but this is what I'm going to do." <laughs> and they were frosty as fuck. But it's when you said, "I'm a writer." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've got nothing. I mean, you were editing that in your head at the time. Weren't you? Oh yeah, 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 very shit, much so. Shit, shit. And, shit. Yeah. Why did I go down this path? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, you said it was dry. I had I had the driest mouth I've ever had. You know, I mean, I it was like I had just um, put a spoonful of sort of sand in my mouth. It was no, it was nerve. It was very nerve wracking. I will say that I had already met Dean and and Andy and Carl, who were his two kind of assistants and stuff. We we had met a little bit and chatted a little bit um prior to that because it was the weird thing was i got to Wrexham in november because we we pretty much right after that zoom where they kind of persuaded the the fans to give them a shot i came over in anticipation of like well it'll go through in the next like two weeks so i got over here and i yeah and i met you know the club secretary and all the, the 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 very few members of like permanent staff that we had here then um, and I met Dean and stuff, but I was like, oh, we're not going to introduce myself to the players until we actually are 
you know, till it's till it's a bit realer. Um, and that process took like four months. So I was I was in Wrexham. Yeah, yeah, I was in Wrexham. And what we started to do was go like, well, look, it's going to go. We knew it would go through. We just hadn't got the official, like the paperwork hadn't gone through. So we started to kind of, I would a shadow run the club is way, 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 way too strong a way of putting it. But we were like in there and around there. And I started like, you know, looking in boxes and opening up cupboards and being like, oh, well, you know, there's that bit of me finding Christmas decorations. Yeah, yeah. Um, all quite, I think they've definitely cherry picked the most embarrassing moments of me <laughs> looking like a, a fuckwit. Um, uh, and God love, guess bless them for their kindness. Um, and uh, and so, for, but yeah, it was only when it was like sort of more confirmed that I came in and talked to the players and stuff. And we did, you know, they cut out a bit. There's a bit of me being like, "What do you guys want?" And then being like, "A coffee machine." And we got them a coffee machine and things like that. And uh, but it was, I mean, genuinely the reverse angle, which they don't. I don't know if they. I can't remember. I found it quite difficult to watch that bit. So I've definitely <laughs> shot through it. Sorry, I don't remember. Immediately bring it. Up. <laughs> no, no, no. That, that is the bit. That, there's a bit coming up in like episode 13. You'll watch and be like, "Oh God, your assholes will will absolutely shut watching that on my behalf." I'll be honest with you. I'm trying to work out what your role is. Yeah, well, I'm executive director. So, so what that, what that, what that means? Yeah, can we explain to the audience, like, because I think I did yeah. a terrible setup. So you're, okay, you're, you work for you work for Wrexham Football Club, which you yeah. have basically been employed by Ryan Reynolds and Rob McAnelly. I can't I never say Mac- McElhenney. Yeah, McElhenney. And you know Rob from yeah. writing on. Uh, on Mythic Quest, his show on Apple TV, yeah. Right. So I've worked for him for like three or four years. You're, I remember you being a big football fan, and obviously in the documentary he talks about a mate who's a big football fan, which I assumed was you before we met you. Yeah, that's, that is me, so yeah. So he was talking about a big football fan, and then uh, and then he comes up this, which I guess is your influence talking yeah. about football. He gets into football and he... Wants, and he decides wants to buy a club then you appear and it's like you feel it feels like you're the person who's going to be ground zero basically yeah yeah so yeah i i worked for him as a writer and i would watch a bunch of football in the writer's room on our like lunch break because that that would coincide like we'd stop at 12 and uh that would coincide like 8 p.m premier league champions league kickoffs and stuff And we all sit around a big table eating our lunch, and I just have my laptop open. And I have the game on on silent, so I just was like, I could be aware of it um, and not be totally antisocial. And he sort of always slightly made fun of me for it. Very American, very like, there's not, there's not enough points. They always pass sideways and they're always <laughs> flopping and like all this stuff they love banging on about. Um, uh, but it was it was kind of right in 2019 that Liverpool were on their way to the Champions League final in Madrid, and, and they're having these incredible games. They had the Barcelona comeback and stuff, and and you know he started to be like, I'd be able to explain the context a bit more. Like, well, if they win this game, they do this. And they, and he was intrigued by the fact they were playing European teams and stuff because obviously in America it's all so like enclosed. Yeah. yeah. Um, and. Um, you know, and I'd be like, oh, that's Barcelona, that's Messi's team, that's, you know, that's then they've all heard of Messi, and, you know, it just... They sort of, have heard of him, have they? They've heard of Messi. Oh, yeah, yeah. football's getting bigger and bigger in the States, I'll yeah, say, well, to be fair to them. more players it's, coming over, there's actually yeah. more players coming over. Yeah, and the MLS, yeah. the standard of their football is going up and up yeah. and up, and that's, yeah. that's definitely increasing the interest. And, yeah, anyway, long story short, uh, I got him signing into it, and then in lockdown, I made him watch Sunderland till I die because oh, I was like, "That's oh. good. That will explain to you what the 
that like fabric that the why yeah. why we care about our football team so much and yeah. why you know that sort of religious you know because over there it's like he's a he's a big big eagles fan but he also yeah. loves the phillies and the 76ers and right. so he like he spends a third of the year watching a different sport so he's got football in the winter then it's basketball and then it's baseball in the summer uh, and i was like well with us it's football all year round i mean you get a month off but that's just all transfer speculation and basically and we can't world, wait world cup and then the world, world cup world. exactly yeah yeah and he he loved it i mean he he's he, he, he texted me he was like i've watched the, he he watched the first episode wasn't that into it his wife went away for the weekend he's like i'll watch episode two like why not just see and then watched episodes two through eight or whatever the first season in one sitting and then just went straight into season two and watched the whole of that so he said he watched like 14 hours of the, of the documentary in one and sitting yes yeah. indeed um we've all done it when our wife goes uh, wives go out of town it's time to, get, get, time to really destroy That's what yourself this one feels like though for me yeah yeah it's, yeah yeah i haven't watched one as good as sunderland to yeah yeah start watching that. yeah yeah well and and he was yeah so he texted me he was like oh it's incredible we should do this we should we should buy a football team and i was like ah, yeah sounds wicked and so, so how much do you stuff like that. how much do you think you pay me i can't buy a football team yeah and uh, uh but he was like no but seriously like how much would it cost to buy a football team i was like well if you want to buy chelsea it'll cost you like one and a half billion pounds which I, I suspect you don't have or but if you went further down you know you could go below where sunderland are now you know because that was a frame of reference for him go down below league one below league two and you get yeah, national league, you get in league two, well, I, know. I mean so what we were told was like about two million pounds was likely to get you a club of some description really? and we tested yeah, that, that theory like in the lot. national no, league doesn't does it now when you think of the context of like a house in london or something right right you know yes I mean? you could yes that's it you could buy a two-bedroom house in wandsworth or you can buy <laughs> buy a national league football you can buy uh um Notts county yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah just uh yes imagine your estate agent you're like oh well look look it i know comes, you like this one yeah uh, this one's great six close to good schools. seats yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so yeah we looked into it and we discovered that wrexham wrexham i i sort of was tasked with well what club should we buy what's a good one and, oh my and god why? what a mental yeah. okay it's crazy find me what team to buy sure he was like yes he was like Fuck you me. um you did two series on bbc radio 4 extra of a sketch <laughs> show that probably qualifies you <laughs> to find football club. you almost <laughs> said in that frosty meeting <laughs> yes had, i was almost like i have had look. two i did i was nominated for the perrier eh? <laughs> yes I, yeah one best newcomer and they, that's perrier. when it really turned around sure. that, they didn't show that bit is that after i came back in i i got out my dave.com <laughs> comedy award if you done your slammed it on the table done your edinburgh show for them <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that was based on like uh, me talking to a group of people that was like that was a good show the premise of that show was uh with him addressing an audience show, by the way thank you joe god bless you i remember you coming i remember you coming oh that's brilliant um, anyway so uh, but um yeah, so he was like, what team should we buy? And I, I made a little sort of matrix. I, I looked at like eight teams in the National League and the National League North and South and like one in can, League can Two. Can I ask a quick question? Are clubs yeah. up for sale or were you just... I know it's a stupid, probably a really stupid... Do you just go, there's the possibility of... At this level, it's more you literally phone in. If you you, phone, you sort of call the call the owner or call the chairman and be like, "How are you? How are you feeling about it?" You know, I, I think there's a few up for sale at the drop of a hat. 
because it's yes a, yes a, for sure i mean i think we we lots of the places we we contact especially because it was mid-covid you know so lots of them were like how the fuck are we going to pay our bills yeah, for yeah yeah is that you contacting them as well are you no 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 right. luckily I, I we we found some guys called inner circle sports who who do this is what they do you know they 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 broker deals between uh different sports clubs and things and they've done like liverpool to Fenway Sports Group, and they've done, you know, they, you go on their website and it's like, oh, wow, these are all very big and fancy. And I don't think they would ever normally get involved in a National League deal, but because it was, because of who it was that was asking, I think they were like, oh, yeah, all right, we'll, we'll get involved. Um, How were you just, feeling? Were you like, oh, this is good fun? Ooh. I was like, this is, yeah, I was like, this is mental. It's yeah. not really going to happen, is it? Yeah. It felt like a sort of pub conversation that got out of hand. <laughs> yeah. Albeit. Imagine if all pub conversations happened. Yes, right. Like, Everybody like, actually went through with it. Yeah. <laughs> People being shot out of cannons and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cracking series. <laughs> yes, there's your, there's your new show. There's Pub a new documentary. Yeah. Pub conversations made real. <laughs> yeah, but yes, it, it, yeah. I, throughout the whole thing, I was like, you know, I just was kept turning to my wife and being like, he's called, a, he's called a, this broker. He's called like a proper. There's like proper people starting to get involved. He's a doer. He's a doer. He's such a doer. That is the 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 he biggest really comes across thing about him. He just you go, oh, he just guy. does it in is impatient. He? he just wants to do it. It's like forty six or something. He's got a lovely pair of arms. Fucking lovely. He's very very athletic. Well. Yeah, very both athletic. Of them, both of them lovely bodies. I know. Both yes, it's, three, that's a bad thing. Three of you Rob, lovely bodies. Rob gets upset standing next to me and Ryan because he's a bit shorter <laughs> than we are. Right. Uh, and I, but the whole time I'm just like you fucking look, look at me. I'm this great sort of slug that's got to stand next to you two. <laughs> yeah. I'll Stand on the opposite side of the room. Generally. I do my best, and then, but then everyone else is a footballer. So you're like, oh great, you know, there's yeah. just no escape. Yeah, I, I have to be honest. Yeah, the, the the normal people are next to footballers and superstars. I know. Look, it's a strong juxtaposition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it just it just gathered momentum, and then he he um, texted me one day and was like, oh, you, we uh, we sh- we should get. A- front of shirt sponsor right that's the thing you have like you get like a uh, a net uh, like a brand on your shirt was and this like, oh yeah 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 or before no this is before this is so still while we're ahead, so at this stage i had already said we should get Wrexham because i found I that they had your choice that's a big i know me too that's the one thing i'll always be able to like cling on to when i get fired in disgrace in like three or four years time I'll always oh. go, but I, I picked the team yeah <laughs> it was me i picked yeah. it Boo! Um, <laughs> yes i get booed out of the stadium get Humphrey out. <laughs> yeah oh. I'm being torn to pieces in Wrexham General Train Station. Um, uh, yeah, I'll be like, but it was, I brought them here. Um, but they, yeah, we picked the team and stuff, and he he was like, yeah, um, oh, when we, if and when this this is before it went through though, we hadn't even we I don't think we'd even contacted Wrexham at this stage. But Rob is someone who just goes from naught to a hundred, like he's just. Once he's on something, he's like a dog with a bone. He's just like, all he was doing all day was like wrecking me stuff. Just, like, I'm making this happen, making this happen. And he contacted Ryan and said, and I mean, you, you've seen this bit in the documentary, yeah. I think. Like, he just sent him, an, sent him a, a message on, on Instagram. So they, they didn't Instagram know each other, friends. did they? Literally never met. No. It's so bizarre. I know. It's, and that's probably true. That's not made up for the documentary. It's like they, they, they knew of each other. Because Ryan liked watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and Robert heard of Ryan, obviously. Why did he pick Ryan? Because Ryan owns a gin company, um, uh, Aviation Gin. He's like, I'm, I'll ask him if he wants to spy. And, he, and Ryan likes doing weird and wonderful stuff. So he asked him, will you put Aviation Gin on the shirt? And Ryan texted him back, basically, or sent him a message back, like, this is my mobile, like, call me. 
And he called him and he was like, I want to do this with you. This sounds insane and amazing. Um, and so he did. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. And so then suddenly it took on a whole new life because before it was like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. You, you know, yeah, yeah. I reckon you can find a way, you know, maybe we can make a documentary about it and it could be this, it could be that and the other. And then you put him into the mix and it's like, oh, well, now there's definitely going to be a documentary if yeah. anyone wants it. Like someone will buy that office and there'll definitely be people lining up to kind of sponsor us and do all sorts of things, get, get involved with it and take part. And that's sort of how it's turned out. Fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah. And so where you, you're you sort of just being dragged along, like, because you're... <laughs> You keep being. I am definitely being dragged along because you yes. kind of say you go. I'm the so-called expert because you're English and you love football, but you've got f, f all knowledge about everything yeah. else. So you're how to run a football. So club, they're yeah. going buy a club. What you're on about? And now, are you like the direct? You're a director of what? So, so what I do? Work? So I sit on the board basically. So what yeah. it what it means is that like where I sit in the company structure basically is that I can legally commit the club to things. So I I put my signature on a lot of stuff. That's a lot of what I'm sort of doing. Does obviously come with the thing if something goes really badly wrong. I'm the person who gets sent to jail. <laughs> basically, <laughs> my name's genuinely. If I like sign certificates and let's say the stand the stand is safe and the stand collapses, it's like me that'll go away for five years. I see why they've used you now. Yeah, you can see it slowly, <laughs> slowly but surely. It's like, oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah. On the stool pigeons and the old crumbling stadium. Yeah, right. So you, yeah, yeah. So and, I, and I've disposed of a lot of evidence for them and that kind of thing. You know, they've just. <laughs> In the I get an envelope every now and then where they, I shred documents to do with their other businesses. And, yeah. So so right. So what's nuts now is. Like, Tellyland is like, oh, you make a documentary, but you're doing this. I'm still here, yeah, the still going, going. Out there and you are, yeah. you, you run a football club. <laughs> what is your life now? Yeah. Like, Monday to Friday? So, Monday to Friday. So, I spend, so in the last two years, which is about how long we've been doing this, I think November 2020 to, like, November 2022 will be when it's been two years of us, like, doing this properly intensively it was it was about may to november when we were talking and he was talking to ryan and we were finding the the broker and we were looking at teams and that whole period sort of wasn't that intense you know it was just a thing where like oh we've got a response to this email and like now we do this so since then i've spent about i think probably about 10 9 10 11 months out of the two years here so i come back and forth a lot Are um, you not right obviously you're not writing comedy <laughs> No, so, well, I, like I am writer. and I'm not. You're a writer. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sitting there going, what the fuck am I doing here for? Well, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> all the time. And I mean, genuinely, <laughs> it'll be all sorts of things where I'm like, oh my God, why am I, what's happening? Because you've worked really hard to get into a position where you're writing on the big shows and suddenly you're in Wrexham running a football yeah. club. That's a left turn, well, the, isn't it? It's a very, yeah, the leftist turn. You, I mean, it's like a one, full 180. I've gone, gone left and left again. Yeah, I, 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 no, it's mad. I mean, it's it's wonderful, and I, I that, and that's what I have to. I remind myself because there are days when it's very tough, and there are days when it's frustrating, and there are days when I'm like, well, well, you know, wasn't it great just being doing you you've done all that exactly got got done my apprenticeship, I done worked my way up, got into the position, doing the job that I always wanted, uh, and now you're doing this other job which you are not, but you're out of your depth. I'm out of my depth all the time. Um, to be honest, is it really hard work? Is it? I, I imagine, of course, it is. You're running. You, you like Joe? He's on Chatterbix at six o'clock. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm very he's drunk. Smoking, it should be he's said. smoking maybe. massive marijuana joint. He's fine. <laughs> it's yeah. no, I mean, no, it, it, it isn't actually, and, I, and the reason for that is that I'm uh, more than ably supported by the people that like we hired who knew what they were doing. So, so Sean and Fleur, who you see in in the documentary, Fleur's our CEO, so is she, she the does one who like said she didn't want to be in it, Mark. Didn't want to be in it. That's yeah, so yeah, yeah. Made me laugh. I was like, I, yes, right. <laughs> we see like forty seconds mood. of her, and then it's like. Yeah, she said, yeah, she's, she's like, like cheers, board, I don't want to do this. Yeah, don't yeah. put me on your shit. Yeah, there's, there's a bit of that. There are a few other people. So some of the players were like, I just don't really want to do it. It's like, oh, okay, well, we might catch you in during matches. And they're like, yeah, that's fine. Really but I don't want to. Just don't want to. Yeah, some some of them don't. Some of them do, some of them don't. And, you know, I think there were some probably who got filmed and some members of the staff who got filmed who they ultimately like didn't use or they'll use in the next series or whatever. But, I mean, in terms of the hard work, it's like because of the two of them who like, they're both incredibly experienced and have done it, you know, for a long time at like a high level. You then, my workload has got less and less. To start off with when we came in, I, it was really labour intensive and quite stressful. I mean, that that period, as I say, from November, I was here November to March uh, of 2020 through 2021. That was the big, really long chunk I did. And by the end of that, I was like, oh my God, this is, this is pretty crazy um, because when we took over, the club was very threadbare. They were kind of circling the drain a little bit and they were, they were losing more and more staff just to keep the lights on and keep the money on the pitch. Because it was like mainly volunteers. Like you talk about that. Mainly volunteers and mainly, you know, fan, basically the budget was every year the fans would have a whip round at the end of the season. And as the club did less well, fans would be less inclined to put money in. You know, right. they, they'd just be, you know, you think coming in the year, you're like, well, we're really going to give another hundred quid when we're going to finish twelfth, or uh, and we we were just slowly going down. So when we came in, Sean Harvey had already like come on board at that stage as a strategic advisor, who you'll have seen in the documentary, uh, and he, you know, knows he, he maybe oh, he, yes, I, yeah, no, he is is he the guy? Is there who's the guy that, that is there straight off that there's you? Rob and... Yeah, was he at Everton or something? Was... He was at Leeds and Bradford before, yeah, and he ran right. the EFL for 20... Yeah, no, yes, sorry. yes, yes. He worked in football for 26 yeah. years. He ran the EFL for like six years or something. So he really knows his onions. And he and I basically came in and, and were just fighting fires all the time because we, we had half a season without any fans in, but we were truly dreading, and I say that for any Wrexham fans are listening, you know, you know what I mean by dreading. We were dreading having fans back because we were just like... What are we going to do? The stadium hasn't been open in two years. The roof is leaking. The toilets don't work. Like all these things that that hadn't happened, and we knew when, when they came back, we were going to get massive crowds because people were excited and intrigued. And what's what, do, what going does on. it hold? That stadium, ten thousand theoretically, like does virtually it? on the note, oh, ten thousand one hundred fifty or something. For some reason, I thought it was yeah. bigger. Because and what, yeah. what was it? How many people were coming through the gates when you turned up before? Oh, yeah, before before in you the took season it they so so in the nineteen twenty season, which was the COVID shortened season, which was the last one they had fans in for, they were averaging about four and a half thousand a week, which is one of the main bad. reasons. That is it's not great bad for for, it's no, incredible. for the league you're in. That's bloody. Oh, and they were nineteenth in the national league as well. They they were flirting with relegation. So it was that was like the hard. That was the thing that made us come to Wrexham because we were like, well, look, if you're getting four and a half thousand a week when they are playing badly, you can feel and, that stadium and think yeah. what happen if we start doing well and that's exactly what's proved we we almost immediately our first game back we had like eight and a half thousand and then now we are we're sold out 
pretty much every game. We had a we played FA Cup fourth qualifying round yesterday against Blythe Spartans. We had six and a half thousand in, which is for, which is our biggest FA Cup crowd since we played Brighton in 2013. Or when he said Blythe Spartans, did you think of yeah, right? Rose. We um we did wrote a sitcom about football a few years ago. We uh, yeah. took all the little names of the clubs, all the names of the clubs, and they were talking about playing Blythe Spartans the next year and uh, stuff. Yeah, sure. That was what they were aiming for. <laughs> Right, yeah. next year we'll be playing. If we go up, we'll be playing Blythe. Troils. Um, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Um, oh, yeah, I mean, I love that's one of the things that, and I know that you guys are lovers of lower league football as well. And, and uh, Dave, I'm enjoying listening to your adventures with Exeter City and uh, uh, and, and what have you. We, we tried to sign an Exeter player in January last year, oh. not last year, the year before, um, Alex Fisher. I don't know him. Might be before, yeah, I don't, I don't before I think he might have gone on. I think he's gone on since then. A uh, big tall sense I bet you'll come sniffing when you're in January. Oh, we'll be all over <laughs> you, like, like snakes. <laughs> You've got any... I bet you players, will. We'll, hit, we'll be hissing around trying to gobble you up. Um, <laughs> it sounds so grown up to me, all this. Just the it, way that is the thing... The, um, like, the fun thing about talking to you guys is that I've done, I do, you know, I've done a few podcasts talking about it, talk about football and stuff. But you guys know so well what my life was before this, and so you also understand how absurd it is and the enormity of it. That's what I was saying. That's what I think I said to David when I, because I, I was away and I watched a bit, and I was like, I think fucking, hurt. I think that. Humphrey Kerr runs a football club. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, right. do you remember Humphrey he used to do gigs to seven people with us? Yeah. Yeah, well, Seb Cardinal's a gymnast now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, the birthday girls run AC Milan. Yeah. Yeah. Just, it's yeah. just such a. It's a head screw. It's I just... feel like I'd wake up every morning going, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I, I mean, I listen, there's definitely days like that and there's elements of that. I mean, as I say, I've been really well uh, um, uh, assisted and, and protected and things by Sean and Fleur because they, they've they yanked my fat out of the fire a few times where I've been like, blind, you know, just... Uh, the, the the thing about it being very grown up, it does feel really grown up. What what we're used to, which we've all got, we all quite like, I think, is that our responsibilities are to like us, our partners, uh, you know, kids if you've got them, um, but not that many more people. Like we're, we're we're you know, ultimately we sort of live and die by what we do personally. And being part of a big organisation like this is a real, it's been a real culture shock and something that's been quite tough to get used to for me. Like, I have to understand about, like, HR and, um, you know, there are processes and, like, if you, you know, um, things that you can and can't do legally with employees and things like that, not... And nothing, and nothing crazy, but like nothing, nothing. Not me being like I, I want to do anything too mad, but just those situations where I'm like, well, can't we just say sorry and do X, Y, and Z? And they're like, no, you can't say sorry. Like you can't, you know, it doesn't work like that because if you say you know, can't, that that's you're culpable for, you know, all this sort of thing. And um, yeah, we just do like health and you know, health and safety is a very big deal. Like we have to, you know, there's lots of corporate training and stuff that we have to do that I never had to do in any job I've done before. Um, and that is that's the stuff that does feel very grown up, and the stuff that I sometimes find a bit overwhelming. Because um, I'm like, oh god, like here's another gigantic form that I've got to fill out or, or sign. Are you like? Because I, I just think of stuff that 
just in my very day-to-day life i'm so i'm not very organized i can do one thing at a time i don't like right. stuff just drifts in my life i can't imagine i'm the least equipped i don't know like are you finding yourself sort of being like oh i can do like i've always i can do stuff that i thought i'm I getting do. a bit better i think but like no i mean that definitely was the thing early on i just i'd suddenly it, it sounds so stupid but yeah i'd, I'd always been like oh I'm a, I'm a gmail boy i know how to use gmail that's good and then it was like well all the club email is on microsoft uh, um uh, you know their, their email i can't remember what it's called microsoft outlook you know and i get in there and be like i can't how do i how do i attach an image like how do i like yeah i just like about three times i replied all on like an email that i was clearly supposed to be replying to one person because i couldn't work out the icons on microsoft you you spend your whole life sort of training a part of your brain for your job you know what i mean and and no disrespect to us but that bit of our brain is just melted away really so completely you know what i mean so you're sort of trying to like that bit your brain worked yeah. for the first time in 40 years basically because you're, yeah, you're not just pissing about basically yeah and there's a mindset where it's like you know again in our line of work it's generally pretty collaborative everyone's quite friendly or you know it's kind of a you know there's 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 a degree of competition for work and things but ultimately you know we we and and you're you're, you know, you're trying to persuade other people to pay you to do do the work we, we do and stuff. And then you come into this, you're like, oh, this is this is a competitive environment. Like we are we are in competition with the other teams we come up against. And we are, you know, we, we're respectful and we're polite and we're this, that and the other. But like at the same time, we're looking to gain an advantage and like they'll take advantage of oh us God, if they so can and oh all this God, kind of this stuff. Is, and this is meant. Yeah. I said to my wife, like I said about Last month, I said, you know what, if comedy you know, falls by the wayside, I really wouldn't mind working for a club, football club. And I genuinely, I was like, I think I might approach Exeter, see if I can just work in their offices. <laughs> I just yeah. I just love the idea of working for a group of people, a team, and you're looking towards the weekend that's coming up. Yeah. And that game. And if they win, you're on a high. And if they lose, it's just Yes. That. I've always thought this- about being the kit man. I think oh, that's sure. my dream because you're so close to the action. You're right in the middle of it, but none of the responsibility, apart from as everyone's got what they need and blah blah blah. You're you're in the hub, but you haven't got the real weight. Of <laughs> well, the... it's it's such an important role because so much of it is like you are one sort of one of the lads, but also not one of the lads, and that means that you are, you know, if you lose, you know, like you and our kit man, I think like it's just a sort of, he was actually assistant groundsman, and during during the COVID period our kit man um was a bit of an older fella and he he decided that he it wasn't really safe so he, he decided to retire and ewan kind of so he fell into that so he's like well i'll just i'll do that as well because there wasn't as much work needed on on the grounds and he was just great at it because because they all love him he's really fun lovely sweet man it's always got a kind of joke going on and and yeah when they lose when they win, he's he's one of the gang, and when they lose, he's just enough like outside of the gang. I think yeah. that he can put his arm around and be like, "Hey, don't worry, it wasn't like you know, yeah. none of it falls on him." Yeah, but he yeah. can sort of suck a bit of it out of them that. if that makes You'd sense. Be great You'd be great, man, Joe. Joe. You really would. I think I was literally thinking about if I would be a good one. Yeah, I think I'd be grating actually. Definitely. No, I think definitely. I'd be- no, grating. I think no. I'd be grating on the players, I think. No, I'd... great at it. No, no, I great. think I would be grating rather than grating. <laughs> no, we're, we're chopping you in off the end. We're chopping your in. We're, we're, we're letting the end. No, I think you'd be great at it because it is that thing of like, it is just someone who is, 
you know, Ewan is very cheerful and just is, you know, works hard. But but I think, again, the joy that he, he's a big Wrexham fan. He's from the area, you know, played a lot of football as a lad. And then I think didn't, you know, make the grade essentially, which is the same with Charlie, our groundsman. They both guys were like, yeah, I loved it. And I just reached a level where I was like, oh, I can't keep up at, at this stage. And um, uh, and so they, you know, they love working for the club and they get the thing. The thing I was going to say to you that about working for a football club, the, the single best thing for me still every time I go there is I've got shit. I don't have it in my jacket. I didn't bring it in from the car. But I've got my little jacket with the badge on oh. and and like walking into oh, the stadium God, with the badge on and being like, yeah, I'm. I'm, I've done it a million times going as a fan, you know, and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm one of the, you know, I'm part of the fandom, but it doesn't, it's not quite the same thing when you're like, oh yeah. Like when people make fun of me for saying like, oh yeah, we got beaten at the weekend. And people are like, you didn't get beaten, you don't play for them, you know, kind of thing. Now I'm like, they, no one can do that to me anymore. <laughs> that, that feels really good. You're the proper we. You're the proper we. I am the we. I get to, I can oh. say we. Oh yeah. My God, How many me. losses on the trot which you have to experience before you start worrying well, and you in think your about position the, um, and think oh, about your position because I, I always so. I've always just sort the managers but not your mm. and I look at him and the sideline and go okay if you have one loss that's a two that's not great three shit when does it start getting becoming a yeah. worry so for me my, me and my position it's interesting I'd say both what I'd say both one game because because uh, our fans <laughs> football fans in general tend to have very strong reactions to <laughs> yeah. whatever's happening yeah. so i'll say on the saturday night after we lose um it's not a lot of fun um but then usually by monday morning everyone's calmed down a, a little bit and you know especially this season where we've started really well and uh, and we're scoring a lot of goals and um you know we've had right out there aren't you yeah we're one point off off the top and who Who's top? I thought I got a, uh, Notts County. Notts County. Because see, um, there's some teams yeah. around you. I just think of. Yes, so they, they were they were a higher. Yeah, I mean the National League's got some really good big clubs in it. That, yeah, that, you know us, Chesterfield, Chesterfield Notts County. Yeah, they've also got um, Dorking. Have they got Dorking. We do have Dorking Wanderers. That's yeah, nuts. Bromley's in there, isn't it? Yeah. I love that when when those those sort of teams come like they come into the like we played Stevenage the other day who are top yes there, yeah and you're like yeah they're flying it's like bloody hell Stevenage I think you know this, this just sounds weird because I've still got Notts Counties and people in my head as league league teams you have there's a sort of certain point where you feels like you lock in the ninety two league clubs yeah, into yeah, your head yeah, yeah whatever, and then everything after that you're like what you're most obsessed with football you lock down and actually lock down the top yeah, yeah. yeah. Oldham are down. Oldham yeah. are National League with us now, and they, you know, I think of them. Scumfold. I still think of them as a Premier League club. Yeah, really. yeah Scunthorpe's in there. When were the Premiership? Probably not twenty years. No, less yeah. than it was like ninety-three-ish, ninety-three, ninety-four. Yeah, flipping out, flipping out. Yeah. Um, can I ask a question? Sorry, can I go back to oh, what's the question? just how many losses oh, yeah. until you go? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. We've got to talk to the manager. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it, it, it all changes oh, depending on the situation you're in. Um, because it depends on the it depends on the nature of the loss, right? If it's if you're if if so actually as it happens, we played what we played thirteen games, we've lost twice, and that's been to our two we've been away at our two biggest sort of title rivals. So although our fans are very upset and you know various people are like, oh god, we can't afford to lose these guys a six pointer, da, da, da. you're like, well, that's a game you expect to lose, right? If you're gonna lose, you know, we'll probably lose, I don't know, five or six games this season, probably. Um 
And, you know, if they're going to, if they're going to be away at teams that are tough to play at. Um, so, yeah, if it was like two or three games in a row, you know, if you lost three in a row, maybe you're like, well, hang on, what are the conditions here? But if we lost three games in a row at home, then, um, you know, then I think probably you do start asking questions then. Um, it's just, that just seems so like something that could easily happen. You've got no yeah. control really over your team. You just let you just put them out on the pitch. Yeah, and... that's the whole thing about oh. football, though, isn't it? You go, there's a million things, but you have to sort of take. You have to take it like you're in control of everything, even though yeah. you're in control of so little of it. You know, it's a it's a ball bouncing around a pitch, but you give yourself as much chance for that ball to go in the right direction. You know what I mean? It's right. there's so many random elements, but you have to take it as almost factual. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why, as I say, you would you would each what you try and examine each one, and I think one thing that one thing that we. That, the, the board, myself and Robin Ryan, but really, I mean, there's there's Robin Ryan and then there's a hundred foot drop and then there's me. Um, you know, one of the things we talked about all the way through is like, look, just <laughs> is um, is is look, we don't really, you know, I I I'm going to say I don't know that much about what I'm doing, um, but I have been a football fan for for thirty odd years, and I and I watch it obsessively, and I watch football from all around the world, and I try to have a, a, a relatively, you know, when it comes to Liverpool, who who is the team that I've supported since I was a boy, I've always been quite sanguine. I've always been quite like, well, you win some, you lose some, um, you know. I, I can watch a game and go like, you know, I think I can watch a game where Liverpool win. I mean, win five 0 and go like, oh, we're not actually that good, but we did, we you know, we just got the got the rub of the green and, and watch games where we've lost. 2-1 and be like oh we were sensational we just didn't get 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 the right chance so you've got to try and address it look at it that way and we've always said you know we'll let the football people sort of decide what's going on football wise it would have to be you know with the way things are going now and you know the culture that, that Phil has instilled at the club which we really like and the, the kind of the energy around the building you know you, you'd have to be like something truly catastrophic would have to happen in order to kind of uh, throw things off to a certain extent, because I, I do think people, you know, when you look at like Watford and places like that, where they just churn through managers, you're like, that can't help. Because it takes time to get everybody, to meet everybody, understand each other, know everybody, you know. It's been Chelsea's anyway. problem. I always thought Man City were quite good at that when they first got some money. They didn't fire managers at the rate that Chelsea did. So they. No. Not that Man. Is it Mancini who's the first manager? But they. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Well, they got like Sven Joran Eriksson, didn't they? Briefly, there was like sort of there was a weird period that like ran, was he like an interim? Just I th- yeah. I remember Mancini getting a few years and not doing was well, doing well for a club, but not for a club that spent lots of money. But they yeah. they sort of put the grounding in. You've got yes. I mean, it's just so much you have to do, and it takes time, and that's why you know City now are so terrifying is because they like their academy's incredible, their coaching's incredible, their scouting network's incredible. They've just done all that as well as. Because ultimately, a manager, you know, can do a lot, a lot, is clearly a massively important person. But in the modern day game, it's like your recruitment team, your data team, your this, that, and the other, all that stuff's huge. I really feel like we know someone who is behind the scenes. Like, I feel like like we've got an in in real football. You know what I mean? Like, you go, (laughs) oh my God, do you see all the stuff that we don't see? That's mad. When I was watching the episode last night, it was sort of focusing on the players, new players. And, um, I was just when the like Mullins had been brought in and stuff. Yeah, I think so. But I was just looking at them going, 
okay, they've gone on this journey with you in this documentary, they can only go so far. If they get promoted, they won't be good enough, possibly. Like maybe in the next league, but not in the next league. So it's kind of like, oh, there's a ceiling. Well, some there. some can step up and then some can't, I guess. So some, so you, if you get your team up, I thought that with Brighton promotion, I watched the bus go past and I immediately thought, some of you aren't staying at the club. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I mean, one of the things we've done, we've recruited a lot of players out of like League One and League Two. Have you? And so, so oh yeah, we splashed the cash a little bit. So like, you know, Paul came from Cambridge, he'd been promoted. Uh, Ollie Ollie Palmer, who you'll you'll meet later on, who we got in January last year, he came down from Wimbledon. Um, Yeah, we we bought a few players who've done well up there. So I mean, our hope is that this squad, you know, with a few additions in the summer, could compete really. Pretty favourably in so, League Two so as you're well. Re- you're getting ready to be up rather yeah. than sort of crawling. I think up. I just saw cut, there will be a pot if you just kept climbing. Yes. There'll be a pot. Yeah, and, and you know, I think the players, they all they all kind of understand that. They're much more, it's weird because we're all so sort of, you know, we, we are, I mean, obviously, you know, G- Gillian fan and an Exeter City fan here, but like we, we so much of what we consume is Premier League, right? Yeah. We often, we still often yeah. think in those terms yeah. of like, that absolutism and for all these guys they're like you know there's there's a really good interview with a well, snippet from tyler french who's one of our de- one of our defenders who says in the documentary where he's tyler like you know french i played with him on fifa last week <laughs> fantastic oh, maybe he's, yeah he's gone to, he's gone to dundee um, he went to dundee in the, su- in the summer he's playing Thank against you. rangers tonight it was actually. a massive part of that and um, yeah, I think you've got him. You've got him that big move. Lovely kid, super guy. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's so a bit of him saying like it's not. You know, it's not the Premier League or whatever. But it is like the dream is I'm playing professional football. Oh, I love absolutely. it. Absolutely. So, so they're they're very. I'm always really impressed by how kind of sanguine they are about like. Oh yeah, right. So I'm getting moved. Am I like where, where, who who wants me? Like oh yeah, yeah. To a certain extent. I mean, you know, it's that's you know there are people who. You know, the, 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 depending on where you are in your journey, you know, there are a couple of our younger players, some of the young lads who are, you know, 20, early 20s. They're very you know, cool. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, being, I'm moving to Gateshead. All right, great. And like, I'll go, I'll go and uh, that'll be fun. You know, football, basically. Yeah, I'm still playing professional football and, and that's great. And, and um, uh, you know, again, obviously the dream is to get, you know, everyone wants a nice big new contract or wants to, wants to move further up the table. And, um, you know, we've got we've got one lad who, who, you know, we think has got kind of championship and beyond potential. And, you know, we know we're like, well, you know, he's probably not going to finish his career here unless, unless we, you know, progress up the leagues and, and he stays with us and plays 700 games. But when, when we, we we used to go and watch like non-league football a lot further down than you guys and, and we were talking to, we ended up talking to the chairman of Burgess Hill, I think, and he was like, they'd sold... So they were Sussex... They're Sussex Div one, one, so they'd yeah. be one below the Rymans well. Yeah, yeah, so a couple right. below you, I think. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he basically said, "Oh, they had a young lad. I think they just sold to. I can't remember who it was, but it was a decent chunk of money, like seventy-five grand, as he's right. That secured the club's future for ten years. It was that yeah. brutal. It was like, yeah, like that kid, and with sell on, means well, the club so will exist. Sold Ollie Watkins hmm. and made." Oh yeah, a lot. Well, there, and he plays a lot. He plays a lot as well, so they'd get yeah. So something like that. Do, do Wrexham have a kind of 
realism of going we sell on and that that's money and you well, that know, was team stuff and that was definitely the model back in the day we our one our, our big one from a few years ago was danny ward who we sold to liverpool with a selfie he's now he's now starting for leicester in goal so so when leicester bought him off liverpool we got a big tranche of yeah, cash you keep getting um, that, don't you? like yeah. one yeah. 1.2 million pounds or something like that but then we just got another payment the other day of because he's now started a certain number of games for Leicester finally so we just got a message being like oh we've just got 75 grand which you know again is no, no small change for a club at this level yeah I recommend getting one of those big screens where you can show the goals oh <laughs> uh, yeah we have yeah. got we've got one uh, <laughs> yeah. well ours is better got any other I mean, was just, uh, what else what would I suggest um, yeah Joe what do you want us to send our 75 grand I would like a new tunnel a new tunnel. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, actually, yeah. We actually got a new one not that long ago. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm well, thank you. I've sponsored done by Sponsored by a local uh, local jewellery company, Clog Eye. Um, <laughs> so thank, thank, you to, thank you to Clog Eye. Shout out to Clog Eye. Yes. Clog Eye. Um, uh, Welsh, uh, C-L-O-G-A-U. Right. Yeah, yeah, lovely. Uh, ah, that makes more sense. Do you feel like you've got the confidence now, Humphrey, to go, I'm not sure about that kid. Uh, I like the way he holds the <laughs> Oh, you know, I stay <laughs> away from <laughs> over like that. <laughs> I actually did beckon. I beckoned our captain over the other day like that. I was quite pleased with myself. I, I went into. Shit out of you, I should imagine. Do you know the thing is? I'm a bit. I'm six foot seven, and I'm a big lump. But like when our centre backs come near me, I'm like, you're like a different species of person because you're six foot five and you are jacked. Like yeah. you're a big yeah. muscle man. I, yeah, I I'm terrified yeah. of them. I saw. Um, I went to see Brighton play Spurs. And I yeah, what, what do they look like up well, close? Those... I thought Dyer. Did you like you know Dyer plays centre back now? Did you think he was a small centre back? I just thought he was sort of five foot eleven. He's fucking massive. Is he really? But he looks like to me like a small centre yeah. back, right? So yeah, he's, he's one of the smaller ones. He's enormous and just like I just. Is Kane big? Is Kane big? Yeah, he yeah. But like, like I didn't think he, he was quite big. Yeah, yeah. But then, like you know, he looks a slightly slighter footballer, and you go, "He's not yeah. slight about him." He's a yeah. unit. They're all unit. Yeah, they're yeah. Like, they're all massive. There was a guy jogging past our house quite a lot, and uh, in the lockdown, and I was like, "That guy's fucking." Insane, like it's like a little wasp waist and these enormous shoulders. Yeah, right? those big triangular he, shoulders. He turned out to be a, one of the players, or whatever. Oh uh, yeah. And I was like, well, thank flip, because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yes, right. That's like okay. That's not the the man <laughs> that doesn't. I can't feel bad about it. No. Yeah, I can't feel. I can't be made to feel bad about not looking like a Premier um, League footballer. What are they going from? How the players were you were with you in that? How how is your relationship with the players now? Do they know you I, think. I try not to like I try not to like sort of bother them too much if that makes sense because because I'm fighting the urge to be like I'm desperate to be sort of best friends with them oh, <laughs> like a real loser <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah 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 and I worry that that does Play like radiate cool, radiate off Play me cool. I know that's it completely I imagine you asking for a kick around with them and stuff yeah going gold yeah uh, uh, yeah I <laughs> do you know actually I've I've never I've never done that apart from once when when Rob and Ryan came to visit for the first time they kind of came in like they were training on the race course that day um and rob and ryan came and met them all and rob kind of went on he took a couple of penalties against one of our keepers and then then people were sort of milling around like messing around and and uh i, I played it a bit of headers and volleys with like oh, two oh, or three of the players big stupid grin on your face 
<laughs> enormous. And I did actually, I, I, I got, I, I hit one really good volley that was very satisfying in my, in my trainers rather than my boots and stuff. And then I like, spun round. It was like, does anyone say that? And like, no one, no one had seen that. None of them. Do they not say that was nice? That was. I, or no, they... the couple, the couple of, actually, the, Phil, the Phil and Steve, Phil the manager and Steve the the assistant manager were like, oh, all right, that wasn't too bad. Really and I was like, oh, 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 very much so. Yeah, <laughs> they know I'm a big child. They know how it goes. Because yeah. I love the fact that. I was going to say, I love the fact that you catch it one sweetly. It's something they do 5,000 oh, times a day. times a day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, it really was like a child being like, oh, I put the square block in the square hole. Like, look at this. You know, and they, and they were like, oh, yeah, good. Yeah, that's yeah, good, yeah. that is. Yeah. yeah. I played in, we did a staff game on the race course at the end of, uh, not last season, the season before which was really fun. That was great. We played with just like the grounds staff and the media team and a whole bunch how, of people. How do you think you played? Uh, I mean, I was so fat and out of shape. It was because <laughs> it was like that was the end of the garden. Of I thought he's, he's played. Oh, yeah. He's played. I remember thinking how big your feet were, if I'm honest. I know. They're not that big, but I think it was optical illusion, the way the camera was positioned. <laughs> Lots of you. all those Americans have got tiny feet. Um, but uh, that was really fun. I played okay. I scored a goal, which was the main thing. I got I scored a goal and got an assist, so I felt like I wasn't. Didn't oh, you know exactly how you played. <laughs> you got replaying it in your head. My big joke <laughs> when I arrived was um, I kept saying to the, the documentary crew, like, "Do you think I should tell people that I scored a bicycle kick once in a real game? Uh, just just to like you know establish yeah. my credentials?" Yeah. And they're like, "Don't do that. Don't do that." And I was like, I'm like "Maybe I'll just go and tell these guys that, just so you know, I have done it." Yeah. I do. Well, what one you thing do. that we keep what we keep mentioning, like literally every time it appears on the screen, Naomi, my wife will go, "That's a nice house." <laughs> oh, what, sure. the, the Rob's house. Yeah, I thought that. Oh, it's got one of those infinity pools. Or something like that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it's a very nice house. It's a it's a lovely yeah. thing. The the cut between the Wrexham like burger right. stall, <laughs> and then you go yeah. zoom, and you're like, how what? how much are you in contact with them each week? I talk to them. I don't. Uh, well, I'd say on on text and email every day. Um, oh. But uh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, actually speaking to on the phone. I talk to Rob more than I talk to Ryan, but that's probably because we uh, are. You know, we've known each other for longer, and yeah. uh, I mean, he works with my wife, and like he, we're very like interwoven in our lives. Yeah. Um, uh, Ryan, I go to you know with specific requests for things. You know, there are certain like you know a big part of my job is you know people in the local community who are like is there, is there any way we could could he possibly try and raise awareness about this or or could we get a little video for for you know um this fan who's who's having a tough time or something like that and he's he's i will say this he's amazing like how quick i will get back just like a funny charming little video of him obviously shot Seems in his kitchen like a nice man yeah. you know so he's he's they're both you know they are both they drive me mad sometimes because because they're my bosses and that's what bosses do you know they, they ask for things at the last minute or change their minds about something but they are both fundamentally like really good people yeah it comes across I think, um, yeah. which which is such a blessing because having this job at all is a dream you know but but to be doing it for people who are just like oh I just want to like isn't this fun and can't we do some cool things and you know like we had to give an example yesterday as I said we played Blythe Spartans in the FA Cup and it was a replay we were at their place on Saturday one one there they came back here and they sent a couple of coaches of fans down and one of their coaches broke down in Lancaster 
Um, and I managed to get in touch with the guy on the, on the bus and was like, oh, like we were trying to you know, see what we could do to help to get them down here. And, and basically I told Bob and Ryan, they're like, we'll pay for taxis. Like if you, if you can it, it, like tell them if they get in taxis, we'll pay for them once they get to the stadium. And actually they couldn't get here in the end, but it's like, there's just stuff like that where they're just yeah. like, yeah, this is all fun. Like we can do, and there's not really any advantage to us. I mean, I suppose that we can like pat ourselves on the back for being like, didn't we help them out? But but like they just are sort of they just see stuff like that and they're like oh this here's a cool way to spend our money i i i did richard herring's podcast the other day and he was like it's it is fun to watch like effectively you know billionaire and they're not really billionaires but sort of unimaginably rich people rather than trying to build, build a rocket or do something yeah, weird yeah, yeah. they're just like oh this is it makes me feel good when i do nice things for this town and these people yeah yeah so that's how, long, how long do you think you'll be doing this for, Humphrey? Uh, that's a good question. I, I think they are going to do this for a long time. And from talking to them, they I mean, first of all, they will, will genuinely want to get to the Premier League. Like, that's what they are targeting. If they do that. I love the idea of you sat in a box with, like, at Anfield or something. You're just, like, Me too. sat behind Alex uh, Ferguson. I also, talking about like getting too excited, so yesterday it was being covered for ESPN in the States and they had their their kind of uh, host team was had uh, Rob Earnshaw and Hal robson Carnu, who are both, you know, players that I have seen tearing up in the Premier League and scoring great goals for Wales and stuff. And just being like, meeting them and then being like, hey, how are you? Like, they're, oh, they yeah, we've seen you on the documentary. I'm like, yeah. oh, <laughs> this is wild. So... <laughs> You know, yeah. any, any amount of that, I get such a kick out of. So, yeah. But in terms of how long I'll do it, I mean, I'll do it as long as they'll have me, um, you know, and as long as sort of my my wife and I can make it work, really, because I'm away from her a lot, um, which I don't really like. Um, that's the downside. You know, I said earlier that I w- would sit in my flat. I'm getting quite lonely previously. So how long and- do you spend over here? before you go back again well now what i've started to do is come more often and, and for shorter periods of time so what i used to do is come over for like two or three months at a time um and and meg would come you know for maybe a month of that or sometimes two months of that if things worked out well we've got a little dog now though so we we um don't want to leave her for a really long time um so the new plan is just to come for like a couple of weeks at a time here and there and i will say that because touch wood, we're really hoping for like a good end to this season. We're, we're you know, we're, our expectation is that we're going to get promoted this year. Um, you know, ideally as champions, but if not champions, then via the playoffs. Um, It'd be nice to miss the playoffs, though, wouldn't it? It would be, well, especially after last year, because yeah. we, we, spoiler alert, we, 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 we got banned. It was a strange thing. We went up, we went down, we did all sorts of things. Um, yeah, uh-oh. Um, but yes, suffice to say, um, it'd be really nice just to just to be because especially nationally, you've got one slot is just champions and then like one from the playoffs. Just saying, you go, okay, one because I, I knew 24. that, but I yeah. hadn't really thought about it. I was like, that's so mm. hard. That's brutal, and that's why you've got these. What? You've got this chunk of really quite big clubs at the top of the National League, like us, Notts County, you know, whoever it may be, um, and then in the bottom of League Two, you've got a few clubs there that are like just circling the drain for like five years where like they never win they never do anything but they just creep out of the relegation zone um right 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 so um but yeah I, I, because of that i think i might come over here for like a, a good month in like april april may for, for the end of the season to enjoy uh, like march april may around then um because because 
hopefully it'll be an exciting time. And hopefully I'll get to go, go on a bus with a, oh, a cup. Go on the open top bus. Can I ask one more question, Humphrey? Of course. Um, how often are the, the camera crew, how often are they there, the documentary team? Oh, yeah. And how much do they film? So they film loads, loads and loads and loads, and, and not not all of it goes in. And, and, you know, ultimately, I think there's probably two or three more documentaries worth of stuff that, that hasn't made it in, you know, that, that is just the town and the team and the fans and, and all that stuff, which I I one stage was like, you should do, you should do little, like, webisodes you can put on YouTube that's just, like, 10 minutes on something that we didn't get to cover. But then, to be fair, they were like, well, we'll be able to use a lot of this in season two because they've been talking about... You know, there's loads of like the history of the club we haven't touched on. You know, former great players and 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 uh, you know, Wrexham used to play in Europe all the time because we because we won the Welsh Cup like virtually every year. We won 23 Welsh Cups and that put them in the Cup Winners Cup. And so they played. They beat that. Porto. They beat Porto in you beat Porto. Or did you? Yeah, beat. Porto. They beat them. That's one of their be- their best ever scouts as they beat Porto one nil. Uh, and I think it was. I think. I think. I'm getting this wrong. I think it was nil nil in Portugal, and they won one nil here. I didn't like in like they didn't 1978 like the or something. They did not like. Didn't them. like them. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. No. 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 <laughs> wow. Yeah. And so, so you know, there's there's loads of amazing stuff that people have never sort of heard or seen. So I hope they'll they'll do all that. But they, just how how often they're here, they come in. Um, they're a bit they're a bit targeted so i think they come in like two or three days a week um at the moment um because you'll have days where it's like you know they they usually try and come in when the players are here because obviously the players are such a big focus and then they'll do another day a week where they're just out filming with people in town um but then they might do a sustain like when rob and ryan come over here they were like here for 10 days straight because they wanted to get all the all the before they came and then them here and then the reaction um and i i know that they're talking about um you know they're going to be here a bit over the next few days because we you know we just had the FA Cup, which which I think they're interested in the FA Cup this year. They didn't really follow it last year, um, but this year they're like, oh okay, because we're hoping we've got Oldham in the next round here, um, who we beat in the league already this season. So we're hoping we'll get past them, and then you know the dream is you get like yeah. the league. Do they go and... sniffing around you for stories like as someone? Should be yeah, they ask someone. questions a little bit about like, oh, what's going on with this and that, and you know, we we do, you know, we do feed them stuff. I'm not like part of the documentary, but I will say, well, just so you know, um, I know you've been following this player pretty closely across the course of the year. Well, um, we've had an approach from this team, and we're thinking about so it so because if you want to die, basically, yeah. So, yeah. so you might want to get like the end of that yeah. is, you know, so like. Um, you know, with with Cat, uh, well, you haven't seen that far ahead, but I'll, I'll, but yeah, you'll you'll see you'll see little bits and pieces around January. You know, where you're like, oh, this is interesting, and basically a big part of me being like, uh, be in the car park tomorrow at nine a.m. because a car's going to pull up and a player's going to get out of it who doesn't play for us yet, but will by the end of the day, kind of thing. Um, and then obviously we're trying to keep that quiet from our fans as well because yeah. they're desperate to know and there's, there's sort of lots of fun chicanery in that way. And I wonder how long they'll stick around at Wrexham, how long it'll be a documentary. and Yeah, that I don't know. I mean, Rob and Ryan, as I said, they said, Rob said he wants to do it till he's 70. Uh, Ryan said he wants, he was like, I wanted to be doing this when I'm 70, about a month and a half ago when we were having a conversation. It's like, okay, great. Well, it's another, you know, it's another 30 years, basically, of, of doing this, which is wild. How long the documentary? I don't know. We've got another series, for sure. Is it? Is, and then, is it big in America, though? 
It's done really well in America. That's yeah, really, really well. I love because actually they are really funny. With oh sure, yeah, yeah. Talks really funny. They've been really clever because Robin Ryan, I think, are drawing a load of people in who would normally care. Yeah, and then and then they sort of, I mean, and you'll see this more as you watch on further. They kind of do a bit of a switch. You know, they like they pull Robin Ryan back a lot more, and you see a lot more of the yeah. town and the players, which is the stuff I love. Yeah, me too. Because that's that. Because uh, only because you know I, I love the two of them, but I also spend lots of time with them, and so I'm less fascinated. Um, and but the town stuff—that's the stuff that I think you know the football fans, that's especially people start, in the UK. That, you know, that's why you start yeah. watching because yeah, I'm just really, I'm just completely. Well, I won't say that, but I'm sucked in with a fan at the moment and um, yeah just before you came on i was going i'm all right oh sh- god get ready i mean like as it goes on because it because it does chart the life of a, of a football club and, and all sorts of things happen yeah. over the course of the year and so you'll see things did you was that the bit with scoot the guy the 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 musician yeah 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 that's really touching i think but it's, but, uh, it's just it's just so real it's just i know it is real stupid but it's just like to know it's so I don't know, it's just, it's just going, that's someone's life, and I'm watching it, and yeah. just, well, there was one yeah, thing he move said. move on from Scoot, please. Yeah, but I, so, I, yeah, so he said really got me, and yeah. I, I want to text it to you, because you'll know what the line is, but I was just like, yeah. oh, wow. No, sure. Well, do you know, the, the, I said earlier the best thing about this is is like wearing the badge into the stadium, but they're actually truly, truly the best thing, this is really you know, slightly earnest, but we could be, well, you know, we should be slightly earnest. Every now and then before a game, I often go out into the car park and I have a cigarette because I get really nervous. Uh, and um, someone will come up to me, he'll be, you know, like a sort of 65-year-old woman, who'll be like, do you know, I, I uh, used to come with my husband, I used to come here, I've been coming here for 30 years, for, for 30 years, I was, I was a huge Wrexham fan, I come with my husband, uh, and when he died, I kept on, you know, I stayed on, I kept coming all the time, and it, but as the club started to, like, decay, uh, I couldn't do it anymore, because it was too, it used to break, it would break my heart, um, and and I'm now, you know, I've, I've got a season ticket again for the first time in in uh, in however many years. And they'll like give you a hug, and there's tears in their eyes and stuff. And you're just like, holy shit! You just it for us, it's it's so fun and it's so exciting. So, so the, but for the people who are born and bred, died in the war, Rex fans, it is it's it's seeing a relative like brought back to life basically from 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 a moment where they 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 really thought it was it was going to go and and that is that's the coolest thing in it such a big distance and that, that i think they his granddad was his ashes were on the corner oh, flag no, yeah, yeah. Like, oh wow yeah he, yeah yeah they've chosen really yeah. interesting people i actually I walked around the pitch today and i saw a bunch of flowers behind one of the goals just with, with the name of a fan on it someone's coming and dropped them off for you know, it's just a place that means so much to them. Who have you got on Saturday? We're away at Boreham Wood on Saturday and home to Halifax on Tuesday. Boreham Wood a third. That's a, that, that'd be tough. If, we, uh, I would, if someone offered me a point, now I'd take it. Well, Bore, Boreham Wood doing quite well. Yeah, they're third. And they, they are, oh, they're, just they're brilliant. I've got a lot of, they're third, yeah. I've got a lot of time for Boreham Wood because they like, 
they're a brilliant like shit housing team you know they 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 do they deploy all the dark arts and they're like it's a tough place to go you know yeah. and they're not they're not dirty they're not like there's nothing wrong with what they do but they're always they're always sort of feigning an injury and like <laughs> um, pretending not to hear the referee's whistle and like blasting the ball out of the stadium and things like that yeah. uh, they, I've, I've got witnessed loads of that in league one this yeah. year so much time wasting and oh yeah I, I was just because you don't really see it in the Premier. Well, that, I, so, yeah. I was just, I was listening to a bit of Ben Foster's podcast, and there. Oh yes. I, I, yeah. I, well, I can't find it. I watched the videos, and uh, this house fan said, "I hated you." I hated you because it always looked like you were wasting loads of time. And mm. Foster went, "Yeah, I do. Yeah, I spend yeah. waste loads of time." And they're like, "Are you instructed to do that?" Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Waste, oh, yeah. Of, yeah. I was like, really? Like, oh, it's so much weird. Of it. The thing that makes job. me laugh. The thing that makes me laugh is, you know, we again we had against against but with the game against Blythe last night. There were there were moments where, um, you know, before we scored pretty early on, but you could see from early on they were trying to take the sting out of the game. Like that's that's what you come to a big stadium, big lots of fans, just try and shut them up by like being boring stuff with yeah. the goalkeeper sort of faffing around, like knocking. <laughs> like, oh, I've got, I've got some water on my gloves or something, you know. <laughs> and the yeah. fans around me going bizarre yeah bizarre. and then and then our guys and then the end we were three nil up they got two back and suddenly at the end we were slightly <laughs> clinging on and you know we i saw two or three of our players like oh oh i've got the vapors or something i don't know what's happening and then they suddenly go down and our fans are like yes <laughs> lovely stuff <laughs> Such a bunch of idiots! It's brilliant double standard. I, I know. I love it. I love it. Yes. There's a great. There's a great player saying in an interview where the uh, where the the car, we know the physio guy comes on and if it's with 15 minutes to go, you run on and go. Is it real or not? No, it's not real. Okay. Yeah. And then they'll, yeah, like, yeah. Like a, really? they'll do a pretend one, and and they, so they yeah with a certain amount of time they have to ask whether it's real or not. You, yeah. You actually. Yeah. Ollie, our, our big striker, went down in an absolute heap in the middle of the pitch um, about halfway into the second half. So it's sort of too early to be, be timing. And he was giving it the... I mean, he was... I was like, oh, no, 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 no. We, this is a bad, bad injury. Um, uh, you know, he's, he, he's, you know, a great big lump and he is doing the full, you know, <laughs> pan on the back of the, back of the back of the wrist on the forehead and he's rolling and rolling and rolling. <laughs> And I was like, oh, shit. And they spent about five minutes there, down there with him. And then, you know, he's absolutely fine. I was like, what's going on? And I saw him after. He's like, you're right. And he's like, yeah. What? Like, oh, OK. Forget it. I was like, I don't, know, I don't know what he was doing. But he was just like, oh, I'm tired. I just want to lie down for five minutes. Do you know what? That makes a hell of a lot of sense. If you're yeah. Knackered, yeah. Blown out your eyes. Just have a quick like line. That. Just have a quick it's line. It's crazy down. doing that when there's like ten thousand people around I you. Always, just watching you. I know. I always yeah. think that when someone, especially when someone dies, when someone like has just cl- clipped them, and you go, you know, we're going to analyse this. I find that amazing in the Premier League, and especially now with VAR, where it's like you get overturned if you're doing. You get a yellow card. Yeah, you look ridi- and you look fucking ridiculous, and you look like an absolute yeah. prick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I've loved yeah. this. Oh, I've loved it as well, Humphrey. Oh, me too. We just wish we'd recorded it. 
yeah. Anyway, the Edinburgh Festival, which is why we've got you on. Yeah, yeah. So, no, favourite sure. Edinburgh Festival. Deep moment. cuts. Uh, yes, there's too many to name. Yeah, uh, but I've got a list of ten here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks. I know oh, it's mad. Thank you, thank you for having me. It's it's so fun talking to you, as I say, because it's like because I think the t- of all the people I've spoken to about this, the two of you understand as well or better than anyone how mad it is how mad it is going you know my life was the pleasance upstairs yeah. at 7 p.m and now i'm doing also, this so you're involved strange. in such a good tv show yeah this is this oh is brilliant. Thank you. i think it's so good no, I, did. It's really, I totally yeah. blew my mind when i saw you literally yeah. i was <laughs> So you didn't know before you, you know hadn't you had heard anything to do with it. No, sure, so sure. I just settled in, and you know when you sit and you sort of watch something, and then you want to watch it, and then slowly doze off. I went, I had the yes. absolute opposite impact. Obviously, I woke up like immediately. Yeah. It's like eleven o'clock, and I'm wide <laughs> awake going. There's no because I was in a hotel. Well, I wouldn't have said it to Petra anyway. I wouldn't have woken up and said Humphrey Kerr's in a documentary. Like I was, like, <laughs> I was just like I didn't know what to do with myself in that moment. Yeah. I was like, well, that's mental well last night yeah. my wife was sat on the edge of the sofa at like nine o'clock half nine are we going to watch this or not <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah she absolutely loves it it's yeah been, oh good i'm yeah. so glad yeah so it, it's been it, everyone because i've had very little to do with it as i say other than sort of being in it i'm, I'm just so glad that they and, you know it was, it was produced and edited and directed almost entirely by americans and i was like are they going to get the tone right are they going to really understand no, oh yeah 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 incredible then because they have i mean I, i'll say i got to see early cuts of lots of things and there are a few points where like oh that sounds a bit i think we would find that a bit patronizing if you put it that way or that's a right. bit oh right. actually what what yeah. what this guy's saying here is that he's he's being sarcastic he's being rude you're presenting it as though he's being earnest like he's he's you know whatever it may right. be but only only a tiny tiny amount and i was a bit nervous you know i was just like oh what if it like comes out and it's very americanized and the americans uh, like it and we <laughs> don't like it over here but everyone's really gone for it which is great yeah i can't believe it's one i can't believe in a bad way but the americans have really gone for it because it's so so british Mm. you know yeah and i think but i think that's they love that and i think they've just as i said a lot of people came for rob and ryan and then ended up like bursting into tears stay not for me but you are excellent you really are oh thank you that's very sweet of you yeah yeah they sort of i think i mean the thing that I think the documentary probably shows, and it's the thing that means I've got, and I'm sorry, we basically said, hanging on. But the, the, the thing that I, I think has stood me in the best stead in this whole thing is that I, I fucking love it. I love being here. I love the, the club. I love when we score. I love all the, the, the players. I love seeing the ground staff. I love every element of it. And I think, that excitement is the thing that, like, the fans here, who understandably, I think at the start, were like, I'm sorry, it's an old Etonian sketch comedy actor <laughs> who, who, was on, who was on 8 out of 10 Cats Does Countdown 15 years ago and then hasn't done anything since then on his IMDb. Why is he running our football club? <laughs> why yeah. not? And as I met people, yes, why not? But as I met people and, and they saw how much I cared and, like, how much I... I just live it and love it and, and enjoy it and and you know then that's the, that's the thing that you, you know yes I'm an experienced and yes I don't really know what I'm doing but you can't take that away from you. I've got one more question I've got. Oh yeah. What are you doing tomorrow morning? What's the first job? Oh you've great got question. Oh yeah okay that is that is an interesting one. So so tomorrow so I'm only here for about a week ten days this time. 
So uh, tomorrow I am actually going into Wrexham. I'm not doing that much football club stuff tomorrow. I'm going into Wrexham tomorrow to meet with uh, a local um, kind of music producer, music hip hop producer, who's somebody who, you know, because the guys are trying to do culturally stuff outside of uh, just a football club. We, we're trying to use the club and community trust here to help the town in general. Uh, and he's someone who I've been introduced to is doing like basically is like a one man, one stop shop for Welsh hip hop. So he's he's like a huge promoter, producer um, of Welsh hip hop and Welsh culture and stuff. And we're trying to see if there's something we can do to help bring bring more bring more uh, of what he's doing to light. Um, in the afternoon, I'm doing stuff like um, uh, well, we'll have a, we'll have a, a meeting about like a, a pre-match preparation meeting, probably sometimes we'll have a post-match and a pre-match. So we have a meeting to talk about how we'll have a meeting to talk about how yesterday night went. Um, what uh, did we stock? Uh, like, do we have? Do we run a beer? Do we have enough sausage rolls? We always oh, do, and we never have enough sausage rolls I love because you in we, the of we've all got. That. Sorry, that's oh, like a, that well, again, like a ton of lead. Henry's going. expecting that. I'll just go. Yeah. Do no. we have enough sausage rolls? <laughs> just answer me. So answer the damn question, and I rule over it with a rod of yeah. iron. Yeah. And I'm like, bring me a sausage roll yeah. now, and, <laughs> and, and I try it. Yeah, but I've I do know my way around. Four Edinburgh shows. <laughs> yeah. I like four the idea that you 11. might start every meeting with "I'm not very experienced." <laughs> do you say that? Yeah, oh, yes, I do say that a lot. <laughs> I do genuinely go like I do very often still go like, look, I mean, I would say it's not my necessarily my own expertise, but is there? Could we? Yeah. No, I mean, so so what I think we'd talk about was their crowd trouble. Like, did was our communications with the police? Did that work well? Like, are we? Um, did we have any issues with ticket scanning on the way in? Did we? Um, you know, was were the match day mascots? Um, you know, safely escorted on and off? Did they? Did they get back to their parents? Okay. What is the mascot? You, what is the mascot? Uh, oh, we have two. These are the two little kids. Our mascot is Rex the Dragon, which is quite controversial because it used to be Rockin' Robin, who I think is a better. Because we were the Robins. We were the Robins for a long time, and they changed yeah. the Red Dragons about, like, ten years ago. Oh, yeah. And lots of fans yeah, hate Wrexham. Yeah, I remember Rock Robin. Because oh, I've, 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 I've seen a game at Wrexham. I just Have you? Have you been to Wrexham? Yeah, yeah, years so ago. So, a Gillian game? Yeah. Oh, I great. Just hit me, I was like, I remember Rockin' Robin. I was like... Yeah. Yeah. So he... he I have to say... I mean, with the greatest respect to Rex the Dragon, and the guy who does Rex the Dragon does a brilliant job, uh, and he's beloved. The kids all love him, which is exactly what he's supposed to do. I do like how janky the old Rockin' Robin costume was. You know, it was like a terrible old, like, um, sort of 70s costume. And there's something about it just really makes me laugh. So I I am sad that we don't still have that weird old uh, Robin one. Put it on the to-do list. I know, but you know, it's controversial. It's, it's one of the amazing things about it is that it's stuff like that. You literally will get people who are like, "If I had my way, I'd fucking kill the man who changed Rockin' Robin's costume." You're like, I think that seems a bit strong. Yeah. And then there's like Rex the Dragon absolutists who are like, "If Rockin' Robin shows his cunt face around this football club, you know, you're like, okay, everyone just, everyone just calm down a bit. It'll be all right either way." Oh my god. Oh. What a yeah. what a mental life you have! It's so yeah. funny. I it's yeah, so, it's crazy. I love this so much. I can't. I don't think I'm going to sleep tonight. I've just got so much rattling around my head about what you've got to do. <laughs> when I weirdly, I'm off upstairs to watch the next. So you're just going from this screen 
to the nut. To that one. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, well, look, I, here's, you, literally, I had to pause it when you came on. Isn't that weird? That's so crazy. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. I've got a poster of Humphrey up there. Yeah. Oh, this is, too, this, this is too much. I've met That's Humphrey very sweet of you. maybe 40 times. <laughs> So that makes we used good. to play football together, Joe. We did. I, talk, I, I dine out on that story. As I said, you're a popular figure around the race course. Well, that's that's lovely. Did you tell him about my sweet, sweet left foot? I said I said you're very, a very, a very skillful left-sided midfielder. Really? Oh yeah, Joe. Have you? Uh, did you know that Joe was a, was a very fine player? Joe, is this a new? Is this news? Well, this is sort of not what he gives off he's sort I of I think he's too soft no but that's what's so great about him is he had that kind of languid 70s football style have you not I been think. honest I'm alright I'm alright oh that's annoyed me <laughs> oh that's <laughs> disgusting <laughs> it has to be said oh. this is in the context of a bunch of crap fat stand up comedians yeah, doing football but you've in always South made out your shit please don't tell me you're actually quite good that's <laughs> disgusting <laughs> The fact you've kept that under wraps, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> Are you good? I don't know. I don't know. I'm right. He can't say he's decent. He's decent. <laughs> it's like Humphrey's losing his confidence a bit. No, look, I, he's I, fine, I look. He's fine. <laughs> no, no, no. What I'll say is, so, so here's what I would say. Here's what I'd say. Out of the, you know, what we, we when we play together on a good day, you'd get like twenty, twenty-ish people turning out for this, and then we pick sides. And I think Joe would always be like in the top, I don't know, five or six people that get picked. This right? is really annoying me. <laughs> I don't like how he puts himself down. He plays this sad, sad character. It really annoys me. I know, when he's really an alpha male. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> it's about time the world knew it as well. Sick of it. <laughs> what a wonderful way to end. <laughs> it's fucking ruthless, people. <laughs> You can say the executive director of National League Club, Wrexham AFC, has rated you as a good player. There we go. Click yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Click that. We'll be, sending, uh, oh. we'll be sending a club scout down to watch your next game, Joe. Oh, what a moment. I know it's only you, but it means a hell of a lot to me. Remember, Humphrey said he doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, yes, that is worth factoring in. all the times he says that, and then we'll end on that. Maybe just, maybe just do just that last, this last five minutes. They'll probably yeah, do, right? yeah. just do it as a, uh, no, the weather on a loop. Just stick it out. Oh, yeah. oh God. Wonderful. Thanks, Humphrey. Disgusting. <laughs> Such Stop a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Harvey. Um, and good luck. Good luck with the rest. Yeah, I can't believe I'm going to say good luck, luck with the rest of the season. Thank you. Well, look, I, here's what I'm hoping desperately is that, you know, maybe we there's a cup encounter or oh. we can see each other in the league before too long. You guys oh can come Oh, my God. Here. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah. Wouldn't be really I, told you I was just checking room. how far away you are from me, but it's quite yeah. a journey. Yeah. It's a bit of a schlep. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're down that way for Torquay and Yeovil and, and all that. You're bro- you played Bromley. Who else are you this way? Uh, we've got Boreham Wood uh, Boreham down Wood, in London. And we've got, but yeah, for, for you, yeah, Bromley uh, used to be Sutton, which wouldn't have been too no. bad for you, but that that is, um, they, they went up. Yeah, Brom- um, Bromley. Who else have we got around there? Have you yeah, played, that's have you about it. Bromley away? Not yet. Oh, I've got, I'm going to definitely come to the Torquay. Definitely. Uh, yeah, we still, yeah, we got Torquay away, yeah. Oh, you beat 6-0. We did. Well, they're having a tough season, Torquay, so far, but I think they'll sort it out by the time we go Please down Please be there, nice to Steve Perriman if you see him. Uh, I'll do my best. Yeah. 
Is he a former is he from the Jills? No, he, he's a Chatterbix. He's a, he's a Chatterbix. No, we uh, we met him and he I think he's uh, works with the Academy at Torquay and I was right. so starstruck and I really <laughs> let myself down. I, I, well, that's like me around all our players yeah. all the time. It's just you can't you have to work out and be a bit cooler about it. Yeah, not going to happen, is it? One day, <laughs> one day. Oh, thank um, you, Jake. Thanks, such a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, and hopefully, see, oh, hopefully congratulations. See, yeah, brilliant. this is so thank cool. You. What a brilliant show, mate. And what, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so thank pleased you, you man. Yeah. All right, well, let's stay in touch. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we'll do a game together sometime. I'd love yeah. that. All right, cheers, mate. See you later, mate. Bye. Bye. Bye.